Hey, everyone, Alternative Media here, and we are seeing the biggest chess board move yet towards so-called World War III, and it's all based in false flags. It's all fabricated, and it's something that we need to break down. So today I'm going to explain what exactly is happening in Israel, how it affects you, how it affects all these other situations around the world, because this is the move to the Great Reset. This out of BBC, Joe Biden sends military aid to Israel after Hamas attack, you know, Hamas, that entity that's run by intelligence agencies and Israel, the, the entity that runs most of the intelligence agencies. This is such the perfect chessboard move. Joe Biden says we will never fail to have Israel's back. Of course, we see death toll from Hamas onslaught passes 700 over 100 kidnapped as Israel strikes Gaza. We have articles like this. Netanyahu tells Gaza residents to clear out, says IDF will use all its strength to destroy Hamas. And we have articles like this. Palestinians use drones to attack and cripple Israeli tanks. We, we are seeing them pull out all the switches in order to bring upon that propaganda. And interestingly, people that served in the IDF, people that know what uh, you know, how Israel works and how the intelligence community works in Israel. No, this is a false flag because there's nothing that there's no way that they could have gotten away with getting over these barriers and around their intelligence systems. This was allowed to happen, of course. David Icke says, surprise attack my arse. This is being allowed to happen. Hamas is owned by the cult. Netanyahu is owned by the cult. Mossad is owned by the cult. And the cult wants war involving cult-owned Iran. So I'm going to explain a bit about what that cult is today in this video, my friends. But before we do, hit that like button, share on social media. We need all the help we can get. And also check those links below for Wild Pastures and use our link and you get 20% um, off for life and $15 off your first box of meat that has no GMOs, no pesticides, no antibiotics ever. Of course, this stuff is shipped right to your door in temperature control packages. You can customize your order. You support local farmers while you're doing it. You're not eating mRNA steak. You're not eating mRNA food or poison mystery meats. This stuff is real and is shipped right to your door. 100% grass-fed beef, pasture-raised pork, pasture-raised chicken, wild-caught seafood, and you get to pick what ends up in those kits to your door. It's super easy to do. And all you have to do is go to that link, uh, claim that discount and um, fill out what you want sent to your house in 48 US states, all temperature controlled. Support your local farmers today. They're under attack by the Great Reset and we need to help support them. Anyways, that link is in the description. Make sure to claim that. So first, Let's get into this. Um, this is a very important story, and it takes kind of going back in history a bit because it does totally connect to what we're seeing with Russia, Ukraine, with China and Taiwan, with what we've seen for years in the Middle East and the destabilization of the Middle East, leading to today where we see now this massive chessboard move. So going back, we can look at 109 countries over history that have expelled Jewish people, mostly due to um, power constructs that involved usury. And now people will yell, hey, that's anti-Semitism. You can't say that. But it's just a historical truth. This is something that has happened over history. And during World War II, which, yes, was another falsified war, much like we're witnessing with this World War III scenario we're seeing today, it was used in order to not just bring sympathy, but to um, cause conflict and divide people against each other, clash people against each other, 
uh, changed the entire monetary system. World War One did this as well. Every major war does this. This is part of the military industrial complex's goal is to reset systems every now and then where you are less free. The United Nations pops up. And next thing you know, you have um, the growth of Israel to an extent that we're still seeing to this day in a massive way. Now, going back even just a couple decades, you know, a lot of land was taken away from Jordan and, and given uh, to Israel. And you have to understand this to understand what we're seeing in the Gaza Strip. And a bunch of elitists realize this is a great way to cause conflict. Let's clash people against each other. There's this thing that has existed for quite some time. It's called the Greater Israel Project. The Greater Israel Project is a plan to move the borders of Israel from the Nile to the Euphrates. It's a very symbolic movement that goes back a very long time. And it goes back, in fact, uh, thousands of years. The whole idea is to move the country's borders outward. And first, you need to clear out the Middle East. Now, people will say, oh, well, this is some kind of anti-Semitic conspiracy theory, but it isn't. This is literally the goal of the Bernard Plan, the idea that this must happen. They, this is from the founding of Israel um, as, as we know it today, back in the 1910s, um, during the creation of the League of Nations, which World War II changed and moved it into now what we see as United Nations, which, of course, is an atrocious entity that has led to the inception of countless wars, millions of deaths, what we saw with the COVID stuff, what we see with the continued wars throughout the Middle East, and, of course, the establishment aggression of a, on a globalist scale and control of countries worldwide. This indeed is the truth. Now, people don't like don't need to like the truth. It is a reality and it's what we're continuing to see to this day. So I want to explain that just outright so people understand, you know, what we're seeing today is a combination of entities worldwide. Israel and the United States have been involved in false flags for years. And you could go back and see countless declassified examples. Now, what we see today is another example of a major false flag. There's no way Israel would allow it to happen. Um, people support Israel and don't really understand why they support Israel. It's just that they grew up thinking they had to. It's what everyone did. Everyone supports Israel. Of course, you have people on the left that love Israel. You have people on the right that love Israel. And then they create a fabricated version of the left that will support Hamas. Well, on the right, we'll say these guys are terrorists and they're both in, in some way, right, the intention is there. However, Hamas, of course, being owned by the, the letter agencies, the intelligence agencies, is an entity that takes over, it's a limited hangout, it takes over, you know, the sympathies of people that are rightly there in order to create chaos as a chaos agent. So therefore, people come in and say, oh, the left is wrong on that and the right is wrong on that and whatever, both sides end up clashing. It's a perfect situation. What we're seeing today with these kidnappings, absolutely atrocious. Some of them are fake. Some of them are absolutely real. You have to have reality and death and chaos in order to bring order. And you're going to have a bunch of that coming from both sides. So people will be wrong on both sides saying that's a false flag. They're, they're not actually kidnapping people on one side, which is untrue because that's definitely happening. And then the other side will say uh, those people have uh, don't care about us. They support terrorism on the other side. And therefore... That's also true because then they're supporting these intelligence agencies, much like Al-Qaeda and the Taliban that have been propped up by these intelligence agencies. We have Hamas and then we have Mossad, 
which has been working with blackmailing agents across the world to get people like Epstein to the top, getting children trafficked, all this horrible stuff, and of course have been heavily involved in destabilizing the Middle East. And that is what we've been seeing since around the 1970s, the destabilization of the Middle East. First they armed and funded a bunch of these countries, then they topple a bunch of these countries. We saw what happened in Libya. We saw what happened, of course, with Iraq and Syria and Afghanistan and Yemen and Bahrain and all these places. And now today we see the move into BRICS where suddenly the Middle East is gaining power. And that was all part of the agenda. It's, it's, it's the move of power from the West to the East. So there will be continued conflict, but there will be much more power in that great reset, which is powered by... China, they say, but Israel is really ultimately behind it. And that's one of the things I wanted to get into uh, immediately here, because this is an important um, lesson that everyone needs to learn. I'm going to bring it up on the screen here. So as I wrote last night um, to Jimmy of Bright Insight, who was asking about some of this stuff, I said, it's the ultimate goal of the military industrial complex to bring upon World War III and therefore succeed with their great reset agenda. Israel and the U.S. versus the Middle East, Russia versus Ukraine, China versus Taiwan, Israel being supportive of, supportive of Russia while the U.S. is supportive of Ukraine, U.S. against China while supportive of Taiwan. It's a clusterfuck. Honestly, it's not supposed to make sense, though. There cannot be a reset without mass, mass casualties and chaos. You must get that order out of chaos, my friends. So again, we have Russia. Um, well, first of all, I should say Israel is a second biggest Russian speaking country in the world behind uh, Russia, of course. And a year and a half ago, as I reported, um, Israel asked Ukraine to surrender. And of course, they need that conflict over there. Now, that doesn't make Ukraine right. Ukraine is run by uh, the United States. And guess who runs the United States and goes through, uh, you know, forcing congressmen and senators to sign off on support of Israel? Israel, of course. It is all fake. It's all one big script. No one is innocent in this. No government is innocent in this. And how can a government be innocent when government only operates over control of the populace? It's an organized crime racket, no matter which one it is, whichever face it is. And now we have Slovakia um, pulling away from uh, Ukraine and supporting Russia. We have, um, you know, these big moves with BRICS, with Argentina, uh, Mexico just had a parade where the U.S., well, not the U.S., definitely not the U.S., Mexico had a parade where, where China and Russia were marching with their military in the parade with them. The, you know, Ukraine was propped up by the U.S. in 2014 when they did a coup and overthrew this, this system. Iran was um, uh, faced a coup in the face of, I think it was a 1953 military coup and with the Shah Back then, the U.S. overthrew their government that was elected and put in their own puppet leader. This is all leading to what we see today. And all of this, we see all these people, diehard supporters suddenly of Israel. I support Israel, they say. I support them and we must let them have their right to defend themselves. And what about other people's right to defense? And what about how they're manipulating a situation here? It's no different than the absolute cheap idiots that had the Ukraine flag in their bio. It's the current thing, as they call it, the current thing. And it's so dangerous because we will continue to see the current thing pull on the heartstrings of people. All these people who were against the COVID restrictions, 
suddenly like RFK Jr. and then Laura Loomer and people like that who are on left or right, but they're both against the overall system of tyranny that we saw with COVID. Suddenly they're like, I support Israel's right to defend themselves. They're all just falling for this hook, line and sinker. And that is always part of the plan so that no one is ever consistent. No one is ever consistent in fighting tyranny. Everyone always follows a different line. We saw this in the beginning of 2022. Everyone loved Ukraine. Everyone supported Ukraine. A lot of people have seen the corruption now, but they, you know, still will put that flag in their bio, just like they had the mask in their bio, just like they had BLM in their bio, but it hits both sides. Just like people will bow down to Trump and say Trump will save us. Trump is one of the biggest supporters of Israel in presidential history. Um, and, and none of that's going to save us. No voting is going to save you. Withdrawing from the system will save you. But again, that's too hard for people to do because it means it's inconvenient. No one's there to save them other than God. But God puts that responsibility on your shoulder to withdraw from that system because humanity is individualistic. So this is a move to World War III. They need this to happen after the U.S. destabilizes the Middle East all these years. Now Israel can move in and now they have an excuse. After the U.S. manipulated Europe for all these years and they want to collapse a euro and they want to collapse a gas system and the food, the, and the, you know, the food supply, destroy the property market so you own nothing and you're so-called happy but more enslaved, of course, you know, we have to remember Klaus Schwab said himself, the role model for the Great Reset is China. And then we have the collapse of the economy to move into the BRICS world reserve currency with CBDCs, carbon credits and social credits. Let me bring you back again for a second. So I just talked about Israel. This all combines here. OK, so during World War II, that fake war I just talked about, millions of Russians died, but, you know, the Soviet Union killed more people than any government other than China in history. Now, the Nazis were basically the only ones that were fighting and, and the Greeks. Uh, well, and then, you know, the Italians and all that kind of stuff. Basically, the only ones, well, the Nazis were fighting the Greeks, but the Italians tried to help them with, them with that. But that lost them the war with um, Soviet Russia. But the Nazis were basically the only ones that were fighting the communists at the time. And, of course, the U.S. wanted that region to be plagued by communism, not fascism, but communism. And so um, through a bunch of proxies and with Britain and, and multiple other countries, they essentially stopped the uh, Nazis in their path and propped up the Soviet Union. Now, you can say whatever you want about the Nazis, but the Soviets killed way, way more people. And this isn't this or them. It's, it's just a reality. This is what happened. Now, there's still a lot of leftovers there in that region. But the Soviets grew in size and scope dramatically. And the U.S. helped arm them. They helped fund them. They even helped, they even asked the Soviets for help in the US with certain things, including building projects. We have to we have to remember this history. China, same thing. China was suffering from starvation, a starvation event in the 1970s. And remember, this comes after the US went after Japan, which was the biggest enemy of China as well. And of course, that involved a bunch of false flags and another scripted part of World War II. We have to know our history. Now, in the early 70s, uh, Henry Kissinger met with Mao Zedong to create a, an alliance with China to save them from starvation, prop them up as a monopoly for imports and exports, and, of course, prop them up as a guinea pig state for their little experiment, technocracy. Fast forward to the creation of the Trilateral Commission by Zbigniew Brzezinski in the late 70s under Carter. 
The whole idea was to create a technocratic super state and use China as the guinea pig for that. Fast forward, now we have social credit. We have all this kind of stuff happening in China. Zero COVID policies, which are basing 15-minute cities on um, in places like the UK and um, the Netherlands and you know places like France and uh, Spain, etc. So all of that goes back to the US propping China up. Meanwhile, the French uh, president, uh, Charles de Gaulle, went to New York Harbor in the late 60s demanding the repatriation of gold. This is where the economic factor gets in. It was all a script. Nixon, of course, is like, well, we don't have that gold. Okay, well, you said you have the gold on paper. Yeah, it's just IOU notes. We don't actually have it. Okay, so what happens next? Um, Nixon pulls us off the gold standard, goes into a new fiat system, and sends Kissinger to Saudi Arabia. Here's where the Middle East really comes in here. Saudi Arabia agrees to trade their oil in U.S. dollars, making the U.S. dollar the world reserve currency as the petrodollar. Now, in August of 2023, Saudi Arabia left the U.S. dollar for BRICS, and not very many people even know this happened. Same with the United Arab Emirates, same with Argentina, same with Ethiopia, same with Iran. Now they formed this alliance, and the U.S. propped up Iran. They helped, they helped hugely support Saudi Arabia and their king for over a century. They supported Israel. They propped up Israel. They supported China. They supported Russia. They propped up Ukraine. They destroyed the Middle East after they armed and funded Iraq and they, and they um, you know, armed and funded the Mujahideen, which turned into different factions of the Taliban and Al-Qaeda in Afghanistan and in Pakistan. They propped up all these countries. And now the U.S. wants to finish themselves off because that was always a goal. Use uh, fiat for inflation to weaken people and then control them more. You use war to um, create patriotism, false patriotism under the guise of freedom when it's the opposite and peace when it's the opposite. You destroy all these countries. And then the system comes up to the point where it gets to a crumbling point and it all comes toppling down like dominoes. And guess who wins? The new Chinese system combined with Russia, combined with Israel. Now the Middle East, the freedom-oriented part of the Middle East is eradicated. Now we have a new civilization being built. We have Dubai. We have, you know, 